Welcome to Getting Real Estate with Josh Lenhart, Director's Mortgage, and Casey Sport, John L. Scott. All right, this is our episode zero, our introductory episode. Welcome. Yes. I'm excited to be here. I am too. This is going to be a fun adventure. Yeah, I'm excited to just educate people on not just the local real estate market, but kind of the real estate industry as a whole. There's so many facets to it that like when you're outside of it, you don't realize how many different things and people are involved. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, a lot of what we're doing here, we want to let you know that, you know, we're, we're here today to help educate you guys on what it means to be buying, selling, refinancing your house. Yes. Growing your wealth, getting yourself and your family into a good position to hopefully uh, financially grow. Absolutely. And the thing I'm most excited about, I think, on this podcast, obviously, like the real estate education, um, the Working industry. With me, of course. Of course. Of course. 100%. <laughs> getting to partner up. Um, but also getting to promote some local businesses. Yes, we are going to have some really exciting guests so that people in the Eugene Springfield area can know where they can go from working out, getting coffee and everything in between. Yeah, getting your hair done. Yes. Finding the best chai in town. (laughs) And Casey, you're the expert. I am the expert. You're a big chai fan. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. But today on episode zero, it's getting to know us. So Josh, what Let's tell them about you. Tell them how you got into lending. Sure. Yeah, a little bit about myself. So just so everybody here knows, um, I help with the financing side of buying a home. So if you're looking to buy or refinance your house, I'm the one that goes through all of your financial documentation, does an application, gets everything together to let you know what you can buy and how much you can afford. Um, It's quite a journey. The reason I love my job is every person that I work with is different. Every scenario uh, is different. Every person's circumstances allows me the opportunity to hopefully get them into a better place. Um, But with all the programs out there, it's uh, each is a unique opportunity to help folks. So a little bit of my background to kind of take a step back. um, I used I was a server for a long time. So the customer service like runs through my veins. Um, and I got married in 2010. And around that time, we realized that we wanted to start a family and have kids. And I knew that I, I didn't want to be a server forever. I wanted to step into something that was more of like a Monday through Friday, because I was working a lot of nights and weekends. And I knew that wasn't very conducive. It's a lot harder having kids and, and raising them with, uh, you know, odd hours. And so um, I started actually by getting a job as a call taker, 911 call taker dispatch for the city of Eugene. I didn't know that. Yes. So that was my first foyer into what I would consider like a career. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A friend recommended it and uh, I will... I will be perfectly honest, a big salute to the men and women out there who have the ability to do that because dispatch is not for the faint of heart. It's dealing with (laughs) split second life and death decisions uh, all day, every day when the phone rings, not knowing what's on the other side. Um, I can get into it in later episodes, kind of a background, (laughs) but it it was not for me. It was very, very, very challenging. I did it for a little over a year. And uh, so after that, I knew that I, again, wanted something um, more of a career path. So I stepped into working actually at a local credit union in the call center. Um, I was familiar with computers and working with multiple programs from the call center. And long story short, I knew I wanted something bigger than where I was at. And so uh, my manager at the time was like, have you ever thought about real estate? And I had never once, I mean, when you're 
uh, being years old, you don't think to yourself necessarily. You're like, you know what? I want to be a mortgage loan officer when I become an adult. It's just <laughs> yeah. not, it's not on your radar. No, it's not. But I realized that a lot of the skills that I developed, I love working with, I, I love multitasking. I loved helping people. I love problem solving. That a lot of that really became a core of what I do every day now. So I just set a calendar item for myself once a week on Thursdays, and I would go into the manager's office at the mortgage department, and I would say, how do I become a loan officer? And he gave me a bunch of mundane tasks, and you know, he'd be like, call these real estate agents or go to the offices, and I think he was trying to scare me out of doing it. Like, you're not going to go and call the top 20 producing agents and ask if they've worked with us, and if they haven't, why not? Right. (laughs) But a week later, I came and I slapped a piece of paper on his desk of all the calls that I had made. (laughs) And with notes about if they'd worked with us or not with the credit union. And uh, after three months of pestering, a job opened up as a junior loan officer. And that was about a decade ago. So that was like my first step into it. And I've been learning and growing ever since. But that was sort of what led me into this career path. And like I said, what I love most about what I do is I get the opportunity to really put puzzles together for folks who maybe they don't have perfect credit. Maybe they don't have a down payment. Maybe they have other types of challenges where other people have said no I get the opportunity to work them to hopefully say yes. Right. So it's more than just like the monetary reward, but it's like you get to help those underdogs. Yes. Which is the best feeling. And not to go into too deep dive, but I was a you know I was at a place for six years that just had less opportunity, and that's why I'm at directors today, is because it gives me this wide array of ways to help people. Right. So that's the core of why I do what I do. Um, so Casey, what about you? What got you into real estate? Um, not your typical way. So I technically, um, started in real estate in 2021, which most people would be like, oh, it was because the market frenzy, you came in, but I had actually, yes. And that is not why I actually started my, um, real estate schooling in 2018 (laughs) at a very unideal time. Um, it did take me almost three years to get my license, but That was life, not, you know. Uh, So my husband got back from being gone for about a year and a half. He was gone half of 2016 for military schools and training. And then he was gone um, all of 2017 for a deployment. And when he got back from deployment, we took a road trip down to Disneyland. We were watching HGTV in our hotel room. That's my happy place, by the way. Continue. (laughs) It is a happy place. Uh, We were watching HGTV in our hotel room, and I was like, oh, my God, I should do real estate. (laughs) (laughs) The classic journey. Right. And he was like, yeah, you should. And so in a moment of, again, putting my family back together after a year and a half and then completely uprooting our entire lives and our support system that, you know, Mason and I had built over the last like year and, and a half. And for those listening, Mason is? That's my son. That's our son. Uh, and so we, my husband had gotten a job up in the Portland area. And um, so we moved up to Wilsonville and I, once we go back from that road trip, I signed up for real estate school. The worst possible time you could ever sign up for real estate school. And so obviously I was very preoccupied mentally with family stuff and uprooting my life and just all of that. And so, and not to mention, I have horrible test anxiety. So not only was I like changing everything about my life and living situation, I just, all that was in the back of my mind was I have to take a test at the end of this. 
and stepping into a brand new career with <laughs> yeah. a young child and a husband that travels. And again, for those listening, her husband's name is Josh and my name is also yes, Josh. Yes. Not to be confused. Not to be confused. <laughs> but yeah, so I know he did a lot of traveling and was doing yes. a lot. And so a lot of times it's you as a solo parent for a long time, yeah. just, you know, managing your beautiful baby boy yeah. uh, who's good friends with my son. Yes. But uh, that's a lot to take on when yeah. you're doing all of those, I mean, in a, a, in, into a big career step. Yeah. And so I just uh, went into defense mode, which means I just didn't do school. Sure. (laughs) So uh, about after a year, my husband was like, hey, are you still doing real estate? I was like, yeah, okay. I'm still doing real estate. Which is interesting because now that you're in it, you have so much like positive momentum. You are such a go-getter. Yeah. And I would have never, ever equated the fact that like you had test anxiety or like there was a hesitation there because everything you do in real estate is Full bore ahead. Well, and I was working a part-time job at a medical clinic, and every time I would talk about real estate or doing real estate, because even though I was, like, slowly, like, I had a plan in the back of my head. Nobody knew my plan. I knew my plan. You knew your plan. But I was going to get it done, and I would always say, I'm not going to sell my soul to real estate. I'm not going to sell my soul to real estate, which I'm sure sure sounds so funny to you because you know me in real estate. And You have sold your soul to real estate. I have beyond sold my soul to real estate. And so I did it on this whim of like I want to do something more than work 20 hours a week in a medical office there's nothing wrong with that it served a purpose I was so glad to do it while my son was a baby and my husband was gone a ton um and then we you know I I quit that job because of 2020 that was like a whole thing there and I sold my soul and initially it was like oh I should do this because it would be, I think I could be good at it, but you know, I have, I think the reason I sold my soul is like, you do get to help people. And when I say, oh, I get to help people. It's like, I have been homeless as a child. You know, they say the average person's lived in about 11 homes, um, in their lifetime. And I was counting mine and without counting like the places I lived multiple times, I had about 47. So, wow. Getting to help people buy a home is everything. How could I not sell my soul to yeah. it, right? <laughs> and it's interesting when you get into this industry, you know, there there's a lot of just a like template and answers from both sides. I mean, Absolutely. of course, there was attraction when I first heard about it. It was like, you know, the, the manager at the time was like, you can make your own hours and be your own boss. Mm-hmm. And all those things are really attractive. But the only way that you really stay in the industry, I think a substantial amount of people get in because they have this sort of pie in the sky idea like I'm going to help people I'm going to I'm going to get to like be my own boss and make my own hours and do my own schedule and you realize that you really have to roll your sleeves up mm-hmm. and get down to the nitty-gritty whether it's training whether it's education whether it's marketing and networking putting yourself out there doing videos going to meetings and appointments I mean I work way more and way harder than I did at previous jobs but the only way you stay in it is with the passion to truly help. A lot of people come in and out of this industry because they feel like it's easy money. Right. But the people that stay, it's not easy money. No, it's not. (laughs) It is very challenging and difficult. The only way that you actually get to that next level and are able to stay consistent is if you have the passion to actually want to help. Right. And the desire to to want to see people get into better situations. Or if you have the mind of wanting to, again, be creative with people's circumstances. When you have people coming to you constantly year after year that are not ready to buy a home, Mm -hmm. 
not everybody wants to take them through that journey. They want the easy team up. Oh, they've got perfect credit. They've got, you know, they're ready to walk it. They've already identified a home. So my job is just writing the contract. And that's not what our job is. No. Our job is getting people into the position to be able to buy. And if, if you don't educate yourself and if you don't have the desire to do that, it falls flat. It's true. It's true. And that's, you know, for me, it's like, are the transactions where people have been through this process a number of times, you know, they're getting their forever home, they're getting their big, you know, their big house, they, you know, it's not super stressful because they know how to go through it. Yeah, that's great. That is the quote unquote, like, easy money. But those first time home buyers, you know, first time home buyers and VA are my heart song in this industry. And I will I don't care if you're buying a $20,000 manufactured home in a park or if you're buying a million dollar home like up in the hills. Up in the hills. It doesn't matter. I value those clients the same and there's just an extra thing for me like again helping somebody plant roots, find stability. They've worked for years with their lender to repair their credit and then now we're here and I'm handing them the keys to their first home like that's everything yeah. in this industry. Yeah. It's and you know, to to wrap up a little bit, that's why we're here. Absolutely. That's our goal and our purpose is to hopefully kind of guide and educate and assist anybody who's listening into what those steps look like. We're gonna bring in industry professionals, we're gonna talk about our side of the industry, give you a little insight into our lives. Um, but we wanted to do this intro episode to give you a little bit of background as to why we do what we do, right. why we're here to help and hopefully give you an insight into the purpose of, you know, why listening into this podcast long term could be valuable. Right. And hopefully entertain you a little on the way, along the way. Absolutely. Help you to get to know us a little bit. And I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good time for us and hopefully a good time for people who, that are listening And when they, you know, maybe they're not quite ready to buy, but when they are, they feel prepared because they have information on every facet of this industry. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening in. We are going to uh, come to you. uh, The goal, I think, is to release at first one a month and bring you some information and we will adjust it from there based on what we can do. But we uh, really look forward to connecting with all of you. And uh, yeah, we'll bring you the next one soon. Absolutely. We'll see you next time, guys.